0: The Movie Hour, episode 171, February 16th, 2012. Spoiler alert and heads up for swearing, they will be in the following episode. Ladies, gentlemen, welcome to the Jeff Goldblum Face Your Doom Movie Hour. I'm your host, Greg Maloney, and I'm here to discuss everything... And anything movies. Luckily for everyone here, I don't have to do this alone. I am joined by my co-host, Brother James, and everyone's favorite IFOCE champion, Jeff. Hello, ladies. Hello. How's it going?
1: Wait, favorite what?
0: IFOCE champion.
1: (laughs) IFOCE. International Federation of Optical Combat
0: Combat. No. Combat. (laughs) Inter- International Federation of Competitive Eating. Congratulations. Oh, that! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. You forgot about you forgot about your
1: championship. Only three years after it. It's, <laughs> That's, uh, it's the cancer. It's the stomach <laughs> cancer it makes me forget all sorts of stuff. <laughs> That's not really funny. Cancer jokes cancers. at the top shot Not really. Uh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> oh
0: boy, wow, the self-booing.
1: <laughs> it's all downhill from here. <laughs>
0: No, it'll be a fantastic episode. There's a uh, lot, lot to be cheerful about this week. We, uh, Detroiters, we've got the Red Wings' 21 game win streak. Jim, did you watch it by the way? The- I did not. No, I actually found myself like um, I, I listen to sports talk a lot, and they talk about you know Red Wings. They're understood to be a you know a playoff team, a Stanley Cup competitive team, and I uh, ended up tuning in for the. I never tune in, but I tuned in for the 21 game win, breaking the streak of the longest home. Home uh, winning streak. It was pretty cool. They dominated. Nice to see them just completely destroying the stars. And it was uh, maybe I should get back into hockey. Maybe it's time to get more uh, more enthusiastic about it. What do you guys think?
2: Um, yeah, I would wait until the playoffs, but that's just me. I spent <laughs> <That's> like <it. laughs> seven years obsessing over it and not missing a game and i've burnt myself out so yeah i guess you're asking the wrong person but
1: my feeling about hockey is they play this super long season to eliminate the islanders and one other team from the playoffs yeah and and like and then they go to the playoffs and it's whoever is the hot goalie and the playoffs are exciting and it's cool but like so much of hockey is the hot goalie that it sort of seems like that that home home court advantage or home ice advantage that they play for during the season doesn't even really matter as much as like just the, a good goalie. I think and, uh, I don't know. It's, that's what's frustrating to me about hockey. I know. Not even said. I freaking love hockey. Hockey fun to watch.
0: I I love being it. Like I've, I haven't been to many games, but it's always a blast. At least at uh, at least in the Detroit area. I don't know about your your layman. Have you gone and seen a hockey game out there, New York? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I've been to a couple of Rangers. Didn't games you go there. to
0: like one of the for some reason I thought we had a, no that was the Tigers game that you went to you went to Oh god the- that was <laughs> fucking
1: awesome <laughs> was, That was so good Um no I I haven't seen the Red Wings play the Rangers uh but I've seen the Rangers a couple times and they're fun it's it's kind of cool cuz you walk from Manhattan into like just a regular hockey game full of regular hockey fans and it's sort of a cool transition like just you know going from uh, you're on 34th Street, so you're basically like right down the street from um, the Empire State Building and like big business and people walking around in suits to people walking around in hockey sweaters shouting, There's fucking head off! You'll <laughs> fucking suck ref! And it, it's it's, it's kind of cool. <laughs> people during the National Anthem start like screaming, Let's get this fucking shit started! I got a business meeting I got to go to! Come on! <laughs> Come the fuck on! That's how they
0: talk. That's how they talk yeah. out there in New York. I know. I know how it works. Uh, the Red Wings game and hockey wasn't all that happened in the last week. There were uh, some interesting releases over the weekend. You know, there was the 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 Journey 2, which was you know that was a uh, <clears throat> the Rock Dwayne Johnson starring movie made a lot of money, I'm sure. But more importantly, Star Wars Episode One in uh, 3D came out during the weekend, and the big news. Is it did make twenty two million domestic? I know Jeff. I know you're the numbers guy, and I know you don't you want to say this stuff, but uh, I'm gonna take the reins for a minute. Mm -hmm. It made twenty two million on its opening weekend for three D. Which, if you guys can remember, here's a here's a question: Do you guys remember how much it made on its opening weekend normally when Star Wars Episode One was first released? Any guesses? Mm, No. Seventy one million. It's not a bad guess, James. Uh, eighty two million both uh overbid it was 64 million uh, Uh. which is interesting because like two weeks later i think it made 66 you know apparently movies that don't aren't total complete shit make more money later on too uh but uh it's it's kind of surprising i'm actually amazed it didn't make more money there were quite a few weekend or quite a few movies that were released uh journey 2 being one of them but uh the vow made 41 million safe house which a movie i'm going to be reviewing uh later made 40 but it seemed like this was the kids' movie. Like I guess Star Wars isn't just for kids, but Well, Journey Two, the Mysterious yeah, Island. And Star Wars both went head to head, twenty seven million, twenty two million, and it just seemed like, you know when a parent has to decide between Journey Two and Star Wars, you think you'd be like, oh, Star Wars, let's go. But
1: Well, if it were the new hope or a new hope, yeah. But Star <laughs> yeah, Wars has a lot of hatred one, out there. Yeah. I'm seriously not even mildly interested in seeing Star Wars episode one ever again, or thinking about it for that matter oh too late shit no, <laughs> it's over yeah it's
0: surprising and apparently uh, not only that it made 22 on this opening weekend domestically it made 20 million worldwide and this uh, Voyage 2 movie made like 40 million worldwide so uh, apparently every, I think the world agrees with you Jeff they're done with Star Wars It's, uh, I guess 22 million isn't exactly done but it's nothing as surpri- I f- figured it'd be a lot higher than that for a 3D price tag but apparently that's not the case no problem. We have more important important movies to worry about anyways. Important fish to fry uh, this weekend, of course. Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. I know you guys have been marking your calendars, counting the days. Comes out this weekend. And uh, it might be time to rally the banners. I am really interested in a drunken feature. And this is just perfect. This movie, like Nick Cage is pretty much the only person that's alive in this movie. Um, <clears throat> I forget who played the girlfriend in the first one. Even, Wasn't it Eva Mendez? Mendez not involved whatsoever. No surprise. Um, I don't. Need, I'm trying to even remember. I'm pretty sure I've so-
2: actually seen this movie already. Yeah, I, I got a sneak peek thanks to the special club that I'm in. It's really good, actually. The action's good. Um, the character development's awesome. <laughs> I, I'm full of shit. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> that's the sort of joke i usually tell i don't understand uh, uh, he's stealing
2: your number stuff i'm gonna steal your joke style these are
1: stupid ass jokes <laughs> oh boy, we're all fucked. they have
0: they got they uh for directors they have mark neville Dean, and brian taylor apparently both co-directing this movie which uh i'm looking at mark's resume including Crank Pathology, Crank High Voltage, Gamer, and Jonah Hex, which, by the way, I still need to see Jonah Hex. So if somebody could just send that my way, apparently it is the best, worst movie of all time. So I really need to catch it. Uh, it's <laughs> And it's got your boy, uh, James Rowland. James Rowland. Josh Brolin. James Ro- does. James Rowland is everybody's boy. He is a badass. Yeah, he is Jonah Hex. But this is. Even in Civil
2: War Gray, he's a badass.
0: This, <laughs> this is going to be perfectly awful. I'm going to catch it. Maybe this weekend, maybe next weekend, but most definitely drunk at the time. But uh, we're all involved. You guys are all involved. Everybody, you got just go to gongabid.com. We're going to talk about it, and you're all going to show up. We're going to have to pick a theater, a place, and uh, maybe we can get it on uh, on on Joe Vision or Palace Vision or something. Put it up on the boards, and we'll we'll watch it there. We'll see. Uh, but now I'm going to take a uh, swing of my gin and tonic. James, is your birthday weekend. Now that you're. Uh, Extra old. Extra old. Everything's everything's working still. <laughs> so far. I try not to exert myself too much now these days. There's a special uh, birthday shout out to another one, to another Jim, uh, Jim P., whose birthday is uh, this week. Very, very special. Friend of the show.
1: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. He's uh, yeah, a frequent co-host. One of our favorite human beings ever. True story. All, always true. But uh,
0: yeah, and aside from the birthday shout outs, we, we have movie reviews to discuss. The other so important movie review. and um, I
2: I do want to take a quick second to thank people that chipped in for my uh, new toy that I'll be watching movies with eventually. Yeah. Helping the podcast. It'll be great. I
0: got a uh, a projector for the great room. So it's going to be awesome. It's going to be completely badass. And we have to to talk about that off off the show here and discuss your sound situation because it's got to be dealt with. Head on. Had enough, I'll be reviewing movies that I've seen on my wall. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Always fantastic. Uh, So, movie reviews. And James, I was actually going to start with you. Jeff, did you want to plug in on anything
1: really quick or no? Um, I, I not so much a movie review. I did see um a documentary about the guy that made Everybody Loves Raymond going to Russia to try and make like an Everybody Loves Raymond Russian version or like help the people making it. It was all right. It made me realize why I don't like Everybody Loves Raymond again, which is which is all right. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I was just kind of tooling around on uh, IMDb while Greg was talking because that's what I do, and. I looked up um, – I was trying to remember the, the name of the guy that played The Stranger in Big Lebowski because I thought he was in um, the uh, Ghost Rider movie. You know, right. His name Sam is Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yeah. yeah, his name is Sam Elliott, and I couldn't believe I can remember that. But I wound up – do you remember when he's dreaming and Saddam Hussein is the guy who has the, uh, like the bowling shoes, the bowling shoe rental guy? Yeah, yep. Okay, so I looked up that guy. That guy has played Saddam Hussein in no less than six movies, and that's (laughs) all he's played. Awesome. That doesn't surprise me all that much. So Hot Shots, Hot Shots (laughs) Part 2, Big Lebowski, five years later. So 91, 93, Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part 2. Five years later, Big Lebowski, also 1998, Jane Austen's Mafia. Uh, a whole, the, followed by he plays Hologram Saddam in the first 20 million is always the hardest in 2002 and then again in 2002 live from Baghdad he plays Saddam Hussein so that's that's an interesting fun fact for today What's there's a man name? who his name is Jerry Haleva H A L E V A. wonder if we can rent him for parties oh <laughs> he's, I doubt he's currently a contract lobbyist and lives in Sacramento, California. Jesus, <laughs> This guy lives the mo- probably the most interesting life I've ever heard in my life. That's awesome. I was hoping to right. hear
0: Arrested Development casting in there somewhere. but
1: No, that would have been sweet.
0: So, yeah. Uh, James? Move review?
2: Um, yeah, I saw two movies that were new to me. Um, one of them being the movie everyone's seen by now, I'm sure, is uh, Role Models and has been reviewed on the show. Uh, I did like it. Had some some good moments. Dude, role uh,
0: models is a like it was one of the most. It's not most recent now, but at the time it was like one of the latest movies that was actually funny that came out. At, like I'm trying to remember what else came around that time. It was 2007. Is that what that
2: was? Uh, I don't recall, but, but but yeah, it's fairly recent. But yeah, it was pretty good. Um, the movie I do want to review is called Andine. It's uh, 2009, uh, I believe. It's from the country of Ireland. Um, it's a story about a hard luck Irish fisherman who is out one day and uh, pulls in his nets and he's actually got a woman inside the net and brings her aboard and she's appears to be dead. He revives her and she comes
0: to and sure. This isn't a documentary.
2: I'm sure. Yes. All right. Um, We've all been comes to is very frightened, very shy. um, Doesn't want to be seen by anybody besides him. So he kind of, Takes her to shore and hides her out in his his mother his dead mother's old house, and she lives there for a while while she's recuperating, type of thing. Um, uh, the fisherman has a daughter who ends up meeting this woman, and she decides that this person is a selkie, which is a mythological Scottish creature, um, kind of like a seal who has come into human form and lives you know amongst the humans. Um, she's convinced that that's you know
0: who this person is, um, <laughs> is that a <laughs> it's
1: like, the worst mythology I've ever heard in my life <laughs> it's the Scots. Have a
0: lot. Is it like good luck or is it like oh it's a demon out of hell like well uh,
2: this- it's supposed to be somewhat of a blessing in fact uh, he the hard luck fisherman ends up ha- having better luck fishing when she accompanies him out on the boat and stuff like that um, the movie kind of shows the building of the relationship between the you know the three people the the fisherman the the girl and uh, the daughter and uh it also delves into whether or not this sulky story is actually true or if it's just a childs story basically um it does kind of have a lot of the conventional antics that you would see in other films that are kind of like this where she never says one way or another what she is uh some things will lead you to believe that the you know the myth is true some don't, and they kind of you know you know drag you along like that. The only difference here is. It's actually pretty highly drama, whereas in a lot of those cases where I've seen stuff like that, it seems like it was always, you know, on a comedic basis or something, you know, a la splash or something like that. But right. um, but so and that was a little different and it was kind of cool. I enjoyed it. And the filmmaker, Neil Jordan, writer, director, who also who is famous for doing uh, The Crying Game, um he did a really good job of the setting in this film. Um, it's a small Irish fishing town. Um, he, good cinematography showing the landscape and you know, the, the area and kind of giving you the vibe of everyone knows each other and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the film. Um, just It's a cute little mythological drama, I guess you can call it. But uh, yeah, it was pretty good. And you, um, was this part of your list? Uh, no, this is something that I saw through the uh trailer TV Oh, show trailer. That I watched and it won me over there so I tried it out. So
0: you should what you should do, because I'm in I'm in charge here okay. is you should watch the trailers and rate the trailers and then watch the movies and rate the movies and see what kind of uh relationship they have to each other. What kind of what kind of uh They did a good
2: sense. job of like setting the type of mood in the trailer that this movie had so I I'm glad that it was like that. Whereas I don't know if you guys ever saw the the, uh, the trailers for
0: uh, Star Red Wars. Tales. Oh, no. Red Tails. Okay, <laughs> Red Tails.
2: They the ones I've seen have have like hip hop music and stuff in there, and I'm like, I know this isn't in the movie. Why are you guys making the trailers like this? You know, you're just being stupid about it. Uh, that bugs me. But anyway. Um, but yeah, it, it kept true to the trailer. The trailer did a job, you know, did a good job. Uh, the last movie I saw because of that trailer show was Mick Max, and I really enjoyed that. So I'm, I'm doing pretty good right now through that. So <laughs> but uh, um, one one quick note Um, that's kind of interesting for for Jeff, especially Um, one of the fishing trips. She's out there kind of just accompanying the guy and they're having good <laughs> luck and she's singing. And he thinks it's very melodic and blah blah blah. Well it turns out she was singing a song by uh, Sigur Rós. so I thought that was that oh, was kind of funny. <laughs>
0: How'd you figure that out? Like talk about it or no?
2: Uh yes, it comes up later.
0: Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, that must be some awesome song that you learn from your being some kind of holy thing. No well that's
1: that's what he thought no, at I'm first. No, I'm just like, they in the ice <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah.
2: That's that's what he thought at first and then he finds out later that oh, it's Rós.
0: okay. Awesome. So recommended, or no?
2: Um, yeah, if you're just looking for something quiet to watch, it's—I mean, it's, there's not much to it, but it, it was enjoyable. Cool.
0: Very cool. Undine. O n d i n e. Oh, yes, which oh, is the name that. that she gives herself. Oh, very interesting. Uh, I caught... Colin Farrell for all you Colin Farrell fans out there. A lot of, a lot. There's God, billions of Colin Farrell fans. Billions. Who gives a shit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Colin right. Farrell's mom. You can't see me right now, but I'm leaning back and I'm uh, going to drink some of my some of my liquor while I while I do this movie review. I actually caught quite a few movies. Um, I saw Moneyball, which now I think all of us have seen, and I I think Jeff had mentioned it, but I I have no idea how this movie was nominated for anything really.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: um, it's, 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 I liked it. It's just
1: yeah, it's, it's not, not a bad movie, not
0: award worthy, but <laughs> I liked it. <laughs>
1: yeah this, this strikes me as like a regular pretty good movie You're like yeah. yeah yeah i saw that it really yeah, right. i probably enjoyed
2: <laughs> it a little bit more than you guys i think just from the reactions but i still don't think it was worth you know getting on yeah, like everything it.
0: else I sucks so no idea how jonah hill was nominated brad pitt yeah. like okay brad pitt's done a lot of things so i can yeah. understand him him being nominated but for this role it's like okay yeah never. it
1: wasn't a very challenging a role it was just okay you know play it straight jones uh played the uh the ex-wife's like new husband Right, i was
0: about to bring this up none
1: of you assholes mentioned that spike jones had a cameo. sorry he should have been nominated (laughs) every every fucking buddy else
0: (laughs) yeah like i ended up watching it and it took me five minutes like what the fuck that's spike jones and nobody
2: told me i don't think i can recognize him in a
0: lineup um do you remember it's he doesn't show himself in a lot of movies but do you three kings yeah he's in three kings do you remember that movie
2: uh vaguely
0: okay he's one remember. of the three main guys in it but uh george clooney being the other and uh he's not one of the main three is he it's him it's,
1: it's ice, clooney, cube, ice cube but, yeah. and marky mark and, and then he's like he's like the fourth yeah, no, like fourth he's, of, the, he's the he's the one time he's there the yeah he is he is he's three kings one and one
0: rook yeah i guess right. he's the guy that's like they got the weird voice and... he's the d'artagnan to the three yes <laughs> <characters. laughs> okay. there you go because in say like he's he's a big part of that movie anyhow it's when I saw him, like, oh, it's good to know Spike Jones still alive, still running around. Like, he, I know he's been doing all kinds of shit, but it's just one of those where it's you see him and it's like, okay, he's the guy that always gets in trouble and he's alive still. It's good to know. I'm happy Spike Jones is still running about. But um, and I started looking him up and seeing what he was doing. But very, Spike Jones, great guy, great guy, huge friend of the show. But um, also caught Tron Legacy. Surprising, like I was. <laughs> I'm not expecting much from a Tron movie, but I'm surprised they didn't go crazier with the graphics in that movie. I heard it. That's what I said, and you guys laughed at me. Um, I was sur- like. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Like,
2: I yeah. expected more visually, and you guys yeah. openly laughed at me.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> <It> openly <laughs> laughed at me. <laughs> yeah i was surprised i was very surprised i should have kept your like i know this movie came out years ago but it's uh yeah after catching it, i was like jesus i'm surprised they didn't go crazier with this movie um watch resident evil again for like the 100th time that's a fantastic fantastic movie but uh more importantly i caught safe house which i talked about at the top of the show movie came out last weekend very big movie um barely lost out to the vow for opening weekend i think it made 40 million which isn't the, the, oh, wow, anyway, I don't remember that. Uh, no, Channing Tatum and... Uh,
2: oh, yeah, Rachel McAdams.
0: Yeah, McAdams. Okay. It's such
1: a great story. Yeah. <laughs> a fantastic story.
0: Okay, okay, this isn't
2: the movie you reviewed, but I just typed in Safe House, and it's a movie with Patrick Stewart. Yeah,
0: there are a, a lot of Safe Houses <laughs> out there. So, don't, this is the 2012, it came out last weekend. Uh, but it was uh, directed by uh, Daniel Espinosa, who... You can pretty much just consider this his first major film. He hasn't done anything anything otherwise, really. Uh, the film stars Ryan Reynolds, who plays a CIA agent who's pr- just becoming bored to death at his post in a safe house in uh, South Africa, which he's like pretty much just joined the CIA. That's his post. He's trying to move up in the world, blah, blah, blah. Um, then... While he's working there, he uh, happens to have the fortuitous turn that Denzel Washington's character shows up at his doorstep. Uh, Denzel Washington, he plays this ultimate CIA turncoat badass named Tobin Frost, which, by the way, is an equally badass name. I need to use that for something. But he, uh, Tobin Frost, gets in trouble during a sale of, like, government secrets um in South Africa and has to surrender the U S embassy pretty much to get away from these bad guys, uh, and enter Ryan Reynolds where they bring him to Ryan Reynolds, uh, safe house, start interrogating him. And the place gets pretty much invaded by a, uh, very brute force tag team group of like Israeli, other people coming after Denzel Washington, shoot up the place. They have to escape. Were you going to ask something? I heard something. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I thought i heard something so i biggest,
2: can throw a question if you want was the this, t1000 is he good?
0: yeah t1000 t1000 i'm not gonna lie to you guys he dies in this and doesn't just stand what? back up he gets shot multiple times i was waiting for him to like reform but it doesn't yeah happen. yeah it doesn't happen did they kill him with liquid nitrogen um he kind of dies off screen so it's possible okay that's probably um, it then didn't sound like it sounded a lot like bullets, but it could have been liquid nitrogen. Um,
1: that's what it sounds like sometimes. <laughs> uh,
0: the biggest the biggest factor. Uh, no, the over under on uh, how many times Ryan Reynolds was going to pop his shirt off during this movie was four. It was actually only twice, so that's a problem. Right, um, <laughs> <That's laughs> problem. This a problem. Ryan Reynolds does a pretty good job as the the action. Hero in this movie. I know he's done Green Lantern, and I'm trying to think of anything else he's done action-wise. Blade Three. Oh yeah, Blade Three. Yeah. Um, and uh, he does a pretty good job. He, there's no serious action. Triple X. There's. Oh wait, that was Ice cubes. I was like, he's a Triple X. What? That's crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm happy. Our live listeners happy. So, the movie. <laughs> the movie goes. What's interesting about it, and the only thinking you have to do through the movie is Ryan Reynolds being part of the CIA, there are cutaways to CIA in America and the U.S. discussing, okay, what's going on? We need to get Denzel's washing character, Tobin Frost, we need to get him under control. What's he selling? Why is he here? And who can we trust? Because they found our safe house and killed everybody. Who's the leak? So there's that story. And then the other story, which is the the fun part and the interesting part, is Denzel Washington's character is the jaded CIA agent that just doesn't give a shit and has no allegiances or cares about anyone specifically. Um, and you have the new guy, Ryan Reynolds, who's just starting as a CIA agent. And Denzel Washington is pretty much just telling Ryan Reynolds, hey, man, like this is how things are. You're going to turn into this. This is what you're going to do. And you get to see Ryan Reynolds' character do a lot of that and then break the mold in a couple places. But... It's after you're done watching it, you wonder why does anybody ever, like? I know this isn't a documentary, but apparently the CIA agent, like as in CIA agent, you're just guaranteed to die like when the first two years, because everybody in this movie just gets blown away, and it's <laughs> it's just like Jesus, how do people in the CIA live past 25? Because it's a very bloody movie. Um, there were a couple interesting action scenes. Uh, going back to the Daniel Daniel uh, Espinoza thing, I think he did a pretty good job in it. There's actually an interesting chase scene where. They're in i don't know what you'd call it like a almost like a ghetto tenant area where people are living in like made up shacks and um almost like shipping crates, and they're sort of Shanty shantytown, yeah, shantytown would be a good way to say it Deswahin's getting chased um, and he's running on the roofs of these things. Uh, The riffs of these things, and at a couple places they like fall into it, and there's very good cinematography following the action. It looked pretty good. So, did did he suffer from the whole frenetic
2: fighting, super close filming thing, or
0: no? Yeah, there was. Um, The chase (laughs) scenes, not so much, but when it came to like the hand to hand stuff, yeah, there was a lot of that. Um, No, you're not going to learn any. uh, There's no super cool like CIA, they show like CIA. I don't know why, how you'd call it, like tricks of the trade or anything. You're not going to see anything groundbreaking in terms of technology. There's just people downloading files, and it's the whole "oh, he's got the list, the knock list" kind of Mission Impossible thing in this. <laughs> it's it's similar, so you're not going to see anything new there. And it's uh, yeah, it's a popcorn movie. You know, I I just mentioned on uh, the movie page uh, on Facebook. Just I would I would take a pass if you want to go see a movie. Go watch Die Hard Two again or Die Hard One or Three. I bet I bet Davey, my Listener, would watch Die Hard Three again. But uh yeah. It's it was I I caught it for cheap. Didn't mind it. If you're looking for a popcorn movie, it's not bad, but you know, there's a lot of other action films out there that aren't bad. Desel Washington, Ryan Reynolds. They both uh, they both do a decent job in this. If you're fans of them, it wouldn't be bad. Uh, Vera Ferminga is in this. Formiga, however you pronounce her name. They sort of dress her down. So if you're looking for eye candy, sorry, it's not going to happen. Mm. And uh, Brennan Gleason plays a pretty big role in this too. He does a pretty good job. They
2: dress him down too.
0: Yeah, yeah. So eye candy on both sides
1: not going to work out that well. But Damn it. is is, uh, is Dante Basco in it? Dante Pasco's not in it. <laughs> so, well, I'm, then I'm I'm not watching it. Yeah. I, have, I have a pretty
0: strict rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty strict. Uh, pretty strict. Yeah, it. I, take a pass. Don't don't go see Star Wars though either. If you're gonna go see a movie, go see uh, Ghost Rider the second one because you're gonna be drunk as shit. Or go see uh the studio.
1: If this were a video, I would have just done a spit take. Yeah, just. <laughs> Anyways,
0: that's that's all I got. And got uh, a lot of movies. Hopefully, catch some more for next week. Review some uh, important things that uh, you want to know about. We'll see, but uh, this brings us to the Parker Posey. It's Parker Posey time. We need that. We need that theme song. For Parker Posey, Jim, you're on that, right? It's Parker
2: Posey time. Da, I da, thought da, we were giving da, that to da, Josh.
0: Da. Oh, yeah. Although Jim's doing really well with it. (laughs) (laughs) it, it.
2: You guys don't recognize that tune, but I totally stole it. It's from Howdy Doody time. It's like the 1910s or something.
0: (laughs) Nobody will remember that. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, So, the Parker Posey play-along, question of the week. Our question last week was uh, from me. And it was, um, if you wanted to, what two movies would you take elements of to combine to make a third film that you'd be interested in, in watching? Which is a, you know, it's a it's a basic question, not tough. You
2: dumbfounded people with it
0: is what you did. Yeah, I really did. Um I did get uh, a couple answers all over the place. I'm going to send a, a shout out to a friend of the show, Ryan answered on Facebook.
1: He uh Ryan's answer was like that was what I wanted to say and didn't. It was perfect. It was You once. should tell me about it.
0: Well, so <laughs> w- he doesn't pick specific movies all that much other than the, the elements he wanted. He wanted the the idea that a movie, any movie that would like break the fourth wall where you have an actor Talking directly to the audience, Wayne's a la Wayne's World, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I said high fidelity, but yeah. Said, <laughs> right, you said high fidelity. And then the idea of time travel, which he doesn't bring uh, – I don't think he brought up uh, specifics on that. But combining those two together. So during time travel, or at least when they're going from place to place, going with Back to the Future, I guess we would take as an example – uh you'd have Michael J. Fox talking to you about you know what's happening and how ironic it is or whatever but uh I think like like... the closest thing to that would be primer, yeah, it's not bad with the narration anyways, yeah yeah, and he's definitely like leaving the message kind of talking to you, talking to whoever yeah that's very right. very good point uh but yeah, good answers i uh, appreciate the thoughts, and I guess this brings us to our new Parker
1: Posey play along, which uh is uh Jeff's, yeah, all right, so. With and you can take this as a uh, I, I decided not to go funny so I could let you guys do it, but um, <laughs> you, you guys can you can take this as uh, a, a serious, serious question or a funny question, but there everything seems to be i mean like spider-man's already getting rebooted doesn't seem like that's that old um x-men's been rebooted what like twice sort of in the last i there, reboots seem to be the thing that, that's happening and um so my question is what series that hasn't already or movie that hasn't already been like optioned for reboot that you know of is going to be the next one rebooted hmm. is, the, is the question clear Yes, that. okay. that we know of. Got it. Got it. Right. Yeah. So don't say like Spider-Man because it's not out yet. Um, So I'm going to go with Batman. I feel like I feel like Hollywood is going to be scared shitless when Christopher Nolan finishes his Batman, because that's just been an absolute cash cow. And it's been somewhat defensible as far as like actual film goes. And I feel like without a good superhero movie out there. Uh, they're going to be really upset, and they're going to try and reboot it and, uh, and and do it again. There was a
0: discussion. This is always around the water cooler shit, but um, Michael Bay signed on for another Transformers movie, and there was discussion <laughs> of if it was going to be a reboot of his own goddamn series. Like, nice. Oh my god. Now, this is something we
2: think is going to happen, or we just want it to happen. Good. Question. Um,
1: excellent question. Uh, let's go with think is going to because i think that opens you up for 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 a lot funnier uh (laughs) or Uh, like maybe not even think is going to but like something that either or think is going to or that you want okay davy's already totally over
2: my
0: joke i'm I'm going with breakfast club like their 80s the 80s are going to be rolling in soon we've already got footloose Let's just give Breakfast Club a chance. We'll put the new stars in. You just need to get four fucking people that can stand each other. Or what is it? Six people that can stand each other for 30 minutes of recording time. And you'll make millions. Like, it's not going to be that tough. Oh,
1: they they read it Footloose, there. and we saw how that five. worked. Yeah, there were only five. Two chicks. Yeah, two chicks. Yeah, it's. Who's uh, going to play the principal? I My vote's <laughs> for uh, Judd Nelson. That's, That'd be nice. Wow. Because the original guy died,
0: didn't he? Okay. Oh, I, I hope not. What is death. that guy's name? He's fantastic. I thought he died and we he talked should about pos- it. He should sponsor a show. Let's call up his, uh, his. Uh, what do you call that, when his uh, he's passed. And it's the, oh, what's he called? The executor of his estate. The His estate. Yeah, we should call his estate and, and see if we can get that set up. But uh, That's I'm terrible news. Name. That's terrible news if that's the case. But I, I can see that happening easily, completely, no problem. Um, we have a, a one live listener, Davies, bringing up Willow as his answer. Is that something you know. want to happen or something you think is going to happen? It sounds like it's something you, uh, you think is going to happen.
1: If I know anything about how George Lucas does with right. TV, it's, I <laughs> right. think it'll be great.
0: 3D Willow on the screen. Let's see it. Um, yeah. And I don't. There are a lot well, of these. Speaking of Willow. Oh, he, yeah.
1: He died in 2006. Shit. Yeah. He's
0: devastating. Dating. What was his
2: name again? I forget it. it starts with a J or G Paul Oh, Gleason, Paul gleason um but uh greg speaking of willow your man Work davis has yeah. his own tv show coming out
0: yeah so it's with, based um, off of like a, yeah
2: yeah it's based on like a fictional version of himself
0: I, I saw that uh i saw that clip on daily show it was pretty funny no one bad mouse tim allen under my watch it was pretty funny
2: <laughs> but uh so yeah uh my answer um it's kind of a little bit of both. I could see it happening and I wouldn't mind seeing it happening since they demolished it the first time through. Um is Daredevil. It's a comic book. They love to do their comic book stuff, so I could see it happening. Um Daredevil is what in the comics. Is Daredevil in? He's Marvel. Okay. And he's kind of like the Marvel equivalent to Batman. There's not a lot of you know superpowers going on besides the his like sonic senses, basically. After that, it's just him fighting. And it's just him in a shithole part of town and him trying to keep the mob out of the neighborhood and that sort of thing. It's supposed to be very dark and I expected more from it, basically. I I didn't even see the Ben Affleck version just because I I wanted no part of it. Awesome. It is
0: fantastic.
2: But yeah, it's just it was supposed to be a lot different. So I think there was a, a big chance for improvement. Obviously,
0: I was going to mention how many answers would we get that really want to see something reboot. And you brought up a good one because that was an right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, what movie I loved that I would love to see destroyed. <laughs> right? <Exactly. laughs> like, yeah, like it's that's how it is for me. Like
2: I would say the X Men if they didn't just do it, you know, because they still haven't gotten it right in my eyes, you know, but. So I'll go with their devil.
0: Yeah, somebody must have like royally fucked it up for you to just give them the reins again. Okay, you've beaten it to death. Let's see how much more damage you can do before it's over. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's not a bad answer. That's a tough... I'm going to be amazed to see a lot of answers that would be for getting something reboot more than just, it's going to happen, vote. Right. Uh, right, so I that question, Jeff, if you want to phrase it one more time, it'll be at the boards, gungabit.com, also on the Facebook page,
1: Movie Hour so I I guess I'll tweak it a little bit because I like the answers we got Uh, what movie or movie series do you think will be rebooted in the near future or would you like to see rebooted in the near future awesome
0: very cool fantastic week fantastic uh, day to have a birthday and thank you so much for your input
2: thanks for stopping by everybody hope you enjoyed it
0: drive safe people well guys we'll see you next time the Jeff Goldblum Face Your Doom movie hour